G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We're going to be talking about chaplaincy today, but chaplaincy in a way you might not have ever heard uh, talked about in it like this. As you know, the growth of schools chaplaincy over the past five years has just been exponential. And the way that chaplaincy has been on the rise in sporting clubs is seen as a must-have these days for the well-being of players, for harmonious relationships within those organisations. In fact, chaplaincy training organisations are saying there is a boom in training for chaplaincy right now. So today, we're going to explore a whole different dimension that you might never have considered that uh, your Christian influence might be important in. And we're going to talk about chaplaincy to the entertainment and arts communities. Shana Lovell is Executive Director of Arts Care International, and she's been chaplain to the very high-profile fashion spectaculars that have become the most significant showcases for the fashion industry. So I want to make a special welcome to 2020 to you, Shana Lovell. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Shana, thanks for making yourself available today to talk through uh, some of these issues with chaplaincy. You better give us a little, uh, in a nutshell, understanding of your role and what it is that brings you to chaplaincy for people in the arts and entertainment business. Yes, yes. So um, I have started Arts Care International really with a a heart uh, to really just bring support to people in that space. Um, I can see that creatives as uh, really inspirational people, but there's often a need just to come alongside them and uh, really help them to have good well-being and be all that they're created to be. So when you got involved in this, you recognised that there was chaplaincy to schools and there's chaplaincy to sporting clubs, there's chaplaincy for aged care, there's uh, even industrial chaplains and chaplains in workplaces. But you must have realised there was a need here for people in the arts and entertainment industries where there was no chaplaincy. Yeah, absolutely. There was a real gap in that space when I first started. So when you go to fill that gap, I mean, what we're talking about here is absolutely huge because uh, every city, every town is going to have some sort of connection here, isn't there, to, uh, to elements in entertainment and arts? Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, it's not just for the high-profile people. It's also for people on the ground and in community groups, and uh, that really fills up a lot of our society. Shana, tell us about the international nature of this because it's not just Australia, it's overseas too? Yes, yes. I think um, being a global, a global world that we live in, uh, there's um, a lot of cross, crossover with people travelling and involved in different areas of the arts and entertainment. So we really internationally, Arts Care provides support networks in different countries as well to link them into community and trusted people uh, where they're at. Uh, now, I mentioned you have been chaplain to the very high-profile high fashion industry at times called Fashion Week. 
Now, yeah. that happens uh, most significantly in uh, our biggest cities, uh, Sydney, Melbourne, uh, but also other capital cities as well. Uh, what's your role when it comes to Fashion Week? Yeah, so there's many fashion weeks and um, definitely there's fashion weeks and fashion weekends as well and uh, festivals really just um, really celebrating fashion and um, and that creative in that creative space and capacity. So yeah, my job is, is as a chaplain um, and I come into these different events uh, uh, just to be that that added support. So I work um, alongside uh, often the safety officer, uh, but also with really with whoever is um, needing that extra su- assistance. And um, fashion week can be very stressful. There's always something going on. And uh, in the midst of a lot of the, the glitz and the glamour, there's also really long work hours. It's the 5 a.m. and the the midnight pack-ups as well at the end of the week. So um, my job is to, to just be a listening ear, a bit of a support, and also just to, to um, sometimes give practical um, support to where, where they need it. I imagine, uh, now, not that I'm an expert on fashion or on the fashion industry, but I imagine, as you say, starting very early in the morning and fashion programs going right throughout uh, whole days into evenings, that there's every opportunity for uh, relationships to be upset, uh, for meltdowns uh, when it comes to the way that people relate to one another and uh, issues too uh, where people are going through their own personal uh, personal, you know, the stuff of life that I imagine that having someone like you on hand becomes very valuable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, well, I, see, I often see people at their very best and sometimes at their very worst. It's really funny when somebody hasn't had very much sleep, how emotional they can get. And um, yeah, uh, I definitely, there's, there's those pressures. And even just sometimes, even the good pressure, there can be, Psychological demands on people as well, and the ups and the downs, um, as well as um, just just sometimes just needing um, a little bit of guidance too. I imagine people in not only the fashion industry, uh, but people mm-hmm. right across the board in arts and entertainment. Sometimes uh, the description might be highly strung. Uh, in yes. the sense of uh, not necessarily tolerant of other opinions other than their own. So as a chaplain, you come into this sort of setting and uh, and making your way in there, becoming a trusted voice, probably not very easy. Yeah, it can be, can be very challenging sometimes when um, you're dealing with different, different um, ideologies and, and worldviews. Um, it can be. But I guess my job really is just to be that non-judgmental presence and um yeah really that listening ear but yeah definitely i i I know when i first went in into that environment it it, um very fast-paced and and so um and the chaplain is usually somebody who's very calm and very peaceful and, and comes alongside people so it was a real learning curve for me to to really learn um the ins and outs of of how the industry works uh, give us a little insight into the modelling industry because I imagine that it's not just uh, models or supermodels who are on the catwalk uh, in a fashion mm-hmm. spectacular, but as you say, there's all sorts of people behind the scenes. Uh, but when you say the stress means that there are emotional pressures, uh, is there mm-hmm. something special that you can relate to so far as the, the modelling community goes? 
Yeah, I think sometimes, well, in, in the modelling industry, you can be quite, the models are quite young when they first start out, um, especially if they're, they're travelling internationally too. And as a, a young 14 or 15-year-old coming um, to a different different country, or family and their normal support networks, that can be quite challenging for somebody, um, and especially, you know, growing up uh, as, a, as a female and a male as well. There's often um, your body body issues, but also in the model industry, I think what people don't realise is your body is not always your own. <laughs> you are your tool, basically, when you're a model. And so, therefore, um, yeah, it can be, it be, there can be those physical demands as well, as, as well as that emotional um, youth growing up. And so, yeah, part of, I've often got, as a chaplain, got phone calls, um, not even just from the models, but even the families just asking me to come alongside and support the family as they help their kids journey the modelling world too. I think you're indicating something pretty significant here, that when we're seeing mm. models on the runway, uh, oftentimes yeah. they're very young. In fact, mm. uh, in fact, and, and I'm not trying to be uh, critical or even condescending, but some of those uh, young women that are on the runways, and as you say, some of them coming from international uh, locations, they're in a strange land, uh, they don't have their support network there, but they're, they're sort of, uh, you know, I'll get your reflection here, but it's like they're, they're mm. kids. Uh, they're, they're, they've not yet uh, reached a level of adult maturity that we might think that they have. Uh, they might look great on the runway, but but in a sense, mm-hmm. there's uh, there's all sorts of uh, emotional immaturities there that uh, having a chaplain on hand will give them a really great strength. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, yeah, definitely. There is there 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 are those age bar- barriers there. Um, but having said that, I've also met some really mature mature sixteen year olds too but yeah definitely chaplaincy um, and as part, part of what we do with Arts Care International is we actually now provide programs um, that can help empower uh, young people in the industry as well just to be the best that they can be. Our, our focus um, as an organisation is really on, on well-being and um, that's, that's holistically so not only not only just emotionally and physically, but also spiritually as well, and giving them the tools for them to be able to make their own decisions and uh, just really flourish in, in what they're called to do. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Shana Lovell is our guest this hour. She's Executive Director of Arts Care International. She's been chaplain to the very high-profile fashion spectaculars called Fashion Week uh, that have become most significant as showcases for the fashion industry, and they happen in all the capital cities around Australia. Shana, if we're talking about people who are involved in the fashion industry, and we mentioned that a lot of those models on the runway are not especially old and mature, and uh, stuff happens, and people are high strung and all sorts of things can go wrong uh, what sort of stories have you been able to uh, to glean about the need for chaplaincy because uh, your own involvement's been very important here yeah absolutely well yeah fashion is, is one way one area of the arts and entertainment industry and definitely um, as I was saying before I've had a situation with a model who had come um, from overseas and she was put in in some housing um, but while she was there, she was actually um, in a quite an unsafe situation and not having anybody and not knowing anyone uh, in in the country. She 
was able to get hold of us and I was able to go in and, and really just support her and, and help give her some options to be able to get into a safe, a safer environment. Um, and that was just one way that I, I was so thankful that we were able just to, to get her out of that uh, situation where she was really quite vulnerable. Uh, yes, the safety of uh, young people who are quite vulnerable and the industry is not known for uh, for being uh, soft on people and uh, the risks there, uh, particularly with all of the scandals that have been going on, of course, out of Hollywood uh, of recent times. Yeah. Uh, you might yeah. assume that if there were chaplains on hand in some of those circumstances that there might have been a real protection for uh, particularly women who were at risk in those uh, those areas. I want to invite listeners uh, to join in our conversation today about what you think the need might truly be uh, for people who are in the entertainment and arts industries, uh, entertainment and arts, whether we're talking Hollywood, whether we're talking fashion spectaculars, uh, whether we're talking music industry or film industry, you might have your own thoughts and you might have your own uh, appreciation for the value of what might be coming as Shana gets her uh, whole focus on the uh, on the Arts Care International and chaplaincy for the entertainment and arts community. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. And you can also leave a question or a comment on Facebook, as Jade has done. And Shana, Jade says, I believe that as Christians, we need to support Christian entertainers, not only ones who are Christian artists, but artists who are Christians, creating yeah. platforms for them to be heard as well as going to support them in public venues. Now, this is an interesting little aside here because you're talking about mm -hmm. chaplaincy to people who are not Christian at all, but yeah. there would be yeah. Christians who would be coming into uh, the fashion industry and uh, all sorts of areas of the arts. Uh, and to have yeah. someone like yourself on, on standby as a support there would no doubt be a really valuable thing. Yeah, absolutely. We actually... Uh, we lead support groups uh, midweek uh, for for people in in the industry, and that also includes a lot of Christian people who are not able to get to church on the weekend. I think a lot of churches, you know, are on Sundays, and when you're in the arts and entertainment, it can be really it's really quite difficult to get into a uh, a church uh, traditional church service because you might be um, gigging or uh, in a performance during that time. So, um, yeah, we we actually lead. And small groups just to come alongside the, the Christians and uh, having prayer. I think prayer is another way really to be able to support Christians as well. Just remembering that, uh, Jade, if you're, you're out there, you're listening, you know, we'd love to be just covering you in prayer because you're a missionary out there. Uh, whatever you're, whether it's a Christian or secular, you're really you're speaking the gospel in whatever form of art that you have. Um, so therefore, um, prayer is another really way we can get get really pray for um, for people in in that sphere as well. Shana, let's talk about what your vision might look like overall because while you're working there with the fashion industry and uh, you can't be so thinly spread across all of these industries we're talking about, but I know you'd like to be a part of coordination for getting chaplaincy into all sorts of uh, areas, whether it's the music industry, the film industry, yes. uh, theatrical, performing arts, uh, even comedy. You can imagine comedy festivals and all sorts yeah. of things like that. What's your overall big vision for what you hope listeners today might actually be inspired to? 
Yes, yeah, so our vision is to be able to tr- to place trusted people all over the arts and entertainment industry in all areas. We're already, already beginning to do that. Um, we provide training. So if somebody out there and listening, if you'd like to um, do some training, you could even you can email me on a chaplaincy at artschaplaincy.com um, and we have uh, some some training that we can point you in the right direction. Um, is, yeah, definitely, We as we, what you were saying before about um, creating safe workplaces, that's really what our aim is. is I, and as an organisation, we want to create uh, workplaces um, where people are safe and heard um, and really that their well-being um, is being looked after as well. And by placing trusted people all over the industry, I also... Um, yeah, go into other areas than fashion, and every so every area is so unique and different with um, similar similar cha- challenges, but also different challenges. So having specific people in those places, and and even just leading support groups as well um, as a chaplain, just make sure that people have somebody to connect with and that they're not alone. Sometimes uh, one of the biggest uh, issues too in in that sector is. Um, isolation and, and loneliness actually because it can be quite competitive um, and therefore there's a real need to just for good community to come alongside and trust the community um, and that's another uh, thing another way that chaplaincy can um, be that pillar of support but it's something that I would really suggest that if you want to do that not to go in there alone don't be a, a, a lone ranger it's really great to really hook into an organization that's already got the specialized um, training that training to be able to equip you properly to go in and give you as as the trusted person adequate support to um, to go in there I think that that support um, for you even as a carer I know even for me that's uh, important as well um, to make sure that you've got um, the proper resource. Uh, let me just ask you to reflect for a few moments on this whole issue of being a trusted person because yeah. I guess when we're talking about all different areas of entertainment and the arts, uh, sometimes yeah. this is dog-eat-dog, dog. it's very competitive and uh, who you can trust is one of those things that, uh, that you know, sometimes can be quite elusive. But as this is one of the strengths, isn't it? As Christian believers, actually yeah. there's something in a common sense area here that shows that mm. we're actually quite predictable. We're predicted uh, to be caring. Uh, it's predictable yeah. that we'll draw alongside people who might be uh, challenged with all sorts of uh, situations where they're, uh, you know, they're getting chewed up and spat out. Uh, so this mm-hmm. idea of being a trusted person, because when you're wearing that badge that says you're chaplain, it carries yeah. a lot of weight, doesn't it? Absolutely, yes, it really does. And we are, um, as a Christian, um, we are a representative of Jesus as well. And I always say this to my team, when we're going out, we've got to remember that people are looking to us as if they know that we're, we're Christians, that we have to represent Jesus really well, because we might be the only Jesus that, that they know. Um, and a lot of people out there have been really burnt to by religion and are spiritually seeking, uh, whether they know it or not. And therefore, um, yeah, there's such a responsibility that um, we we really, I know, by the help of the Holy Spirit, you know, we're all human, um, but we have to realize that, you know, that we are, we're on call and we are on duty and it's, it's something that we're doing unto Christ.
Uh, when you say a lot of people out there have been burnt by religion, uh, a lot of listeners will know that there are circumstances where that's happened in people either they know or people who are family members. Maybe they've had their own personal experience like that. Yeah. Uh, but this is the importance of a role like a chaplain to arts and entertainment uh, people in those communities because yeah. whenever you rise to and aspire to this role of yeah. chaplain, uh, you're looking to actually go against the grain of what people might have thought before about Christians, might have thought before about God. This actually creates a wonderful culture-building exercise, doesn't it? Because you're coming in yeah. and you're actually becoming a trusted person in this industry. Some people yeah. will be your critics, but... By and large, you're coming with a message and you are the message in one sense because you're coming with, as you say, reflecting Jesus into those settings where you are in the arts and entertainment community. Yeah, absolutely. It's really about, you know, Jesus came to seek and save that was lost, but he always came in love. And that's, as a, as a, as a believer, our first point of call, that we're really called just to love people and love people in their brokenness and love people where they are. And I, I'm often seeing artists and sometimes, you know, they've, they've been through the mill. It's, it's, um, it's, they're, they're getting... Shana, we're about to go to news. Uh, Shana, as we continue our conversation and inviting listeners too, if you uh, want to be part of our talkback conversation, 1-800-316-316, or you can leave a comment on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash vision radio. Uh, Shana, when we talk about uh, the arts and entertainment, we're talking very broadly here, aren't we? Because, uh, you know, you might think of a rock band or you might think of a country music outfit, uh, but there's also... Uh, the issues of uh, people who are into opera and some of the finer arts as well. And uh, and you've had some uh, stories that have come across your desk and you've been involved in uh, all sorts of areas of people who have needed chaplains. Uh, tell us about that story of uh, from the opera uh, industry. Yes. Well, definitely in, in, op in the opera and um, any sort of performance where people are using their voice, um, I found myself in in a situation with uh, an opera singer um, who had lost their voice, and um, and that's devastating when you are a professional in in that space, especially as, a, as an opera singer, because it goes so much training, years of training goes into getting to that level and getting their voice at that that right. Um, right stage to be able to perform professionally, um, but this this opera singer had actually lost their voice, and due to an, an operation failing, um, and this this person was absolutely devastated. And and that's part of my role. I, I see that quite a lot with with artists who um, give their whole life really for their skill, and when when something goes wrong and they're no longer able to do it. it can be detrimental not just to them but everybody around them so as a chaplain um, I was able to be called into this situation and not just support this person but it was also the company around them and and the staff and people who had walked with this person and you know um, it can also rock individual uh, people as well when they're like wow if that happened to that person then I can happen it can happen to me as well and uh, this person actually was um, was wanting to threaten suicide uh, because it was like it was the end of the world for them um, but we were able to give them um, some support and uh, actually they were able to come to faith which was really 
such a blessing to see that they were able to see that even in the hardest situation that there was a glimmer of hope because people around them were able to to really support her. Um, And I see that a lot in the industry, especially in the area of of mental health as well, because, you know, going to gig to gig and sometimes, you know, we don't always, they don't always make it or going paycheck to paycheck. There's a little bit of a myth that creative people are wealthy. A lot of them are not. And therefore that can really um, be on their their mental health or being very brilliant. Creativity can also uh, have other issues there too. So mental health is is so important. What was so great about this person was that they were able to reach out for support and the people around them were able to reach out for support and um, we were really thankful for that opportunity to be able to come and assist them. Mental health issues, as soon as you mentioned the word suicide, we become Mm -hmm. more intensely aware that uh, that sometimes we are fragile people and when you talk about uh, your opera singer friend, uh, yeah. where singers can lose their voice. Uh, but it's not only that, but with your, your involvement there as chaplain to uh, Fashion Week Spectaculars, models can mm-hmm. lose their looks or something can go yeah. wrong. And uh, and all performers across right uh, right throughout the entertainment and arts, uh, performers can have things like marriage breakdowns or uh, challenges yeah. within uh, the relationships of their own families. Uh, these All of these things, they, are, they all just demonstrate that, as I was saying at the top of the hour, uh, just because someone has some level of celebrity status doesn't mean that they're not real people and facing real problems. This is the case, isn't it, Chana? Absolutely, yeah. You touched on something there. Definitely relationship strain strain as well. Due to uh, different uh, like working hours and, and traveling as well um, can put a lot of pressure on relationships and that's really important um, to be able to have tools to be able to negotiate that well as well. And the difference between uh, when the chaplain is there, it's like the presence of God is there. Uh, Now, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get sort of spooky spiritual, but there is something significant about the Christian chaplain being present. And even if that person has never even spoken to you or opened up uh, their heart about some of the challenges they're going through, the fact that they know that you are there brings the presence of God into that performance or that production, uh, it's pretty important, isn't it, to be on hand and to be seen? Yeah, yeah. And no matter people, what people's different worldviews are, I have had different people ask me to come in and, and also pray before a performance or pray for um, pray for different things or different needs or things that are troubling at them, them at the time. And, you know, the power of prayer is so powerful that in itself, I think, it brings people into that, that space of, of mindfulness and that there is a higher being. So, yeah, definitely bringing, bringing our, our spiritual faith into our, our working environment can be very powerful. And, yeah, that, pre- that presence, the presence of God, as you said, um, goes goes with us, and um, especially as a cha- as a chaplain, they say in my my training, um, we always told that chaplains, and we we train we we train on this as well as it's really just bringing it's the ministry of peace, it's um, that ministry of of just bringing just peace into it in a, in a maybe a crazy situation, and and that powerful powerful um, listening ear is actually uncommon. I think in today's age where everybody's rushing and it's such a me-focused society where it's all about what we're doing and just being able to slow down and just listen to somebody's story can just mean the world to somebody. 
Reflecting on something you said a little earlier, when you're working as a chaplain with the fashion industry and some of these very high-profile and high-energy Fashion Week spectaculars, you're relating to the safety officer. Uh, now, when you're re- working with the safety officer, clearly somebody in the fashion industry recognises the need for a chaplain. Otherwise, you wouldn't be allowed to be there, would you? Uh, but working with the safety officer, and the safety officer is concerned about all sorts of things, uh, the safety of the environment in which people are working. But you're working with the safety officer. It works hand in hand because mm-hmm. the spiritual and mental health of people is a safety issue, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. This is the case across every area, really, not just just the fashion fashion side of things, but um, across the arts and entertainment. You know, there's the physical side. Um, you know, if somebody falls or faints, or if they're rushed to hospital, that's what I've done that many times as well. Going on hospital trips and visits, um, and um, and being, yeah, really working along. That we realise that when the physical things happen, that there's that it needs to be that that spiritual and emotional support as well and that well-being too so it works really well with with that side of things because if somebody i i don't know much about the physical side but when they can uh tell me what what the physical side is happening and we're able to i'm able to come in or our chaplains are able to come in and really feel like fill a gap that others are not able to meet and even the staff like i find the staff of company that's why they're really wanting trusted people and they're coming to me wanting wanting people because they're really realizing that they as a manager or a producer or a director are so busy there's so many other demands that they're trying to, to worry about um, that they're not really there or, or necessarily skilled to be able to look after the other areas such as, as mental health or um, just being that more of emotional support um, and we all all recognize too that you know what what happens in our personal life does come onto onto our professional life like it we're not robots we're not we're not created always just to be able to sometimes we can for a certain time kind of switch things off but there does come a point where everything can overlap so um so the managers and and directors and producers and heads of of these companies are saying well by having a trusted person or a chaplain there actually makes their their role so much easier because it's one less thing for them to to worry about and i think too they're also realizing that they do want company that is a good place to work and the industry is beginning to see now that mental health is important and and safety is important and that's where um where our care and that's where our services come in handy because they're looking for that they're wanting to be able to care for their people um, and they're also wanting someone who is just a little bit outside of of their immediate circle and someone that people can comfortable to come and talk to Wow, I think you touch on such an amazing thing uh, when your workplace, uh, whether you're talking a secular uh, or a industry, a factory workplace, or whether we're talking entertainment and the arts, the chaplain helps to make your workplace a good place to work. Let me just yeah. come, the, as you know, uh, we're broadcasting all over Australia, and not just the capital cities where some of these big events like Fashion Week uh, happen, but also into uh, country town communities, uh, regional yeah cities, uh, even outback areas, but everybody's got these connections to the arts even in the most remote locations because when I think of it, 
uh, because, you know, sometimes media is included in media, entertainment, arts. I mean, lots of towns have a local radio station or they have a local television station or lots of towns have someone, uh, you know, they've got young people forming bands. Uh, or yeah. theatre groups that are performing, uh, and this comes right down to, uh, to those those smaller country town communities. Uh, I know I know that people will be thinking, well, we're talking about big uh, fashion event spectaculars that happen in capital cities. Shana, what's your heart for regional and country Australia when it comes to getting chaplaincy up and going in 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 country towns? That's actually something I'm actually very excited about because I just feel like creativity is so diverse. Like there's so much, as you're saying, there's so much expression and, um, and especially as in Australia, in Australia too, I think it's really important that we're supporting our own and that we're there with uh, our own people. So my heart really is, yeah, even just to be able to resource and place these trusted people, even in the remote areas so that creatives um, feel like they're not alone and that they've got the, the tools and um, the people to be able just to champion them in what they're called to do. Okay, now what sort of special um, certification, uh, you know, you have to have some sort of uh, special permission to become a chaplain, what sort of training do you need? Uh, does, yeah. uh, does artscare.com, is that, a, is that a, a point where people who are interested in being a chaplain to people who are in the entertainment nuts, is that where you can find some details about how you get trained? Um you can go to the website or you can even just email chaplaincy at artschaplaincy.com and just ask us and say that you would like, you're interested in being a trusted person, wanting more information, even if you have a creative company or something that you would actually like a, a trusted person to come and be involved with. If you email us at, at that email address um, or you can even find, you could even find us on Facebook as well and that's just Arts Care um, on, on Facebook Arts Care International um, and then we'll be able to get some more information to you. We also partner with Chaplaincy Australia so Chaplaincy Australia um, provides a training as well that we recognise as far as, um, far as Arts Care International for Chaplains so even going to Arts Chaplaincy they will be able to even connect you with me as well Visions 2020 with Neil Johnson, a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Shana Lovell is our guest, Executive Director of Arts Care International. And Shana, just before we go another step further, just confirming the website. Uh, I've uh, been saying artscare.com. You mentioned Arts yeah. Chaplaincy. Which is the best one of those for people to link oh, with you? Arts Care is the website, but I'm just giving the email as well if they'd like to email me directly. Um, the email address is just chaplaincy at arts chaplaincy this is specifically about chaplaincy but if they want more information about arts care the website is the way to go okay chaplaincy at artschaplaincy.com yes, uh, let me ask you to chaplaincy. great shana when you step up to the plate and you say i'm feeling there is a sense of calling to become involved in chaplaincy to the arts and entertainment industry um getting past those initial knockbacks 
Uh, no doubt there'll be some knockbacks. Uh, no doubt there'll be even some who might be antagonistic to the idea of a chaplain. Uh, have you noted that uh, over the years when you've uh, seen people who are who are saying, yes, I, I'd be called to uh, you know some level of arts chaplaincy, but you know I'm looking for doors to open. H- how do you describe uh, how you get into the field? Yeah, so that's a really good question. You know, it is it is an area that a lot of people go in thinking it's really glamorous and then find out that it's not. So it really is important to have a real call in that area and even just a little bit of an, a real uh, insight into the arts and entertainment already. I think that would be really ideal. Um, but then the call comes from um, really um, just a real heart to be, as I was saying, just a listening ear and support to people out there. And I think if, if you've got a call for that, you'll know it'd be something that um, you'll be willing to put in the time to get the necessary training. And um, then we do have a little bit of a, a process as well um, to go through, but that's just really just to equip you properly. So um, if that is a call, I would say to first just check out uh, what's um, but also realise that um, serving Jesus also does have, have a, uh, has, does have a price to pay, but it's definitely quite worth it. I think there might be some listeners who are now a little surprised when you say it's not as glamorous as you might think. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the idea of working with you know models on a runway for a fashion spectacular or uh, being a, a chaplain at uh, you know in some level of media or bands or performance uh, sometimes it seems like it's glamorous but as you say uh, it can be quite intense it can be quite messy and you might mm-hmm. even be open to criticism too absolutely you know there's not everybody who thinks what we're doing is is a thing um but having that you know we are there for for the well-being and for the best interest of people um but you know people will always have their their different different views different beliefs um but yeah i think in the industry you know we're there to serve and we're there really to to um be like to serve and help people (laughs) often that means you know dying to ourselves and you know um we're there really for the interest of people and um, that in the industry, anyone who's in the industry know that there are very long hours and, you know, there is a personal cost as well. You know, as a chaplain, we're not we're not there uh, often, you know, not all of our chaplains are even paid. So it's not necessarily even something that will be a profession um, in the sense of um, it, you don't always get a lot of money from it, um, but it is with just a desire to um, just really listen and, and be a support. That, that I think that in itself is is invaluable. So you can uh, you can sort of have a bit of a self assessment, and mm-hmm. you can look for a calling on your own life that you might relate yeah. well into this sort of industry, uh, with the expectation that it won't be an easy walk. Uh, but yeah. as carriers of this message of the gospel. Uh, which is a powerful message that is the issue that some people have a concern about. Uh, once you recognize, though, that part of the fruit of this message of the gospel is, in fact, uh, in saving people's 
families saving lives in some sense when we talk about, uh, you know, mm-hmm. intervening where there is a suicide potential mm-hmm. uh, or where, uh, you know, where there's marriage breakdowns or where there are those uh, mental health issues where you're losing your looks, losing your voice, having to have uh, an operation. Uh, you know, you've got this whole uh, gamut of things that can go wrong. At one moment, uh, you're doing well. Next moment, there's no work. Uh, these sorts of things, mm-hmm. real, real challenges. And so getting past uh, that idea of uh, you are a person who's a carrier of the message of the gospel, this idea mm. of saving lives, saving families, is something mm. that you might be driven by uh, when it comes to being involved in what you do. Yeah, that's it. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're not saviors. We're not really there to save people. We can just point people in the direction where, like, we can only... Put, it's like you can take just lead people to the water where they can drink. If they're thirsty, you can point them in the right way. And we're not actually out there to convert people. That's not the the role of the chaplain. We're not there as preachers. We're actually literally there just to to be loving towards them, non-judgmental and just safe people that hopefully <laughs> will be able to just help people in the, in their their suffering or in the, in their their point of where we get to meet them uh and then hopefully be able to just be a little bit of light into their situation so yeah i think um realizing that that we're not the saviors of the world and um but we can definitely be an ear for someone is just really important well shana it's been a privilege uh, getting an update and hearing your heartbeat on this what i think is a very very important issue and a very important area of development, uh, not only when we talk capital cities, but in every town around this wonderful nation of ours, where there are creative people, there's the need for a Christian chaplain. And I want to just point people once again, you might like to Google Arts Care International, uh, that Arts Care website, artscare.com, uh, also chaplaincy.com. Uh, but those ways that you can make a connection and find out what's required uh, so that you can do something in your own community. So, uh, But Shana Lovell, just great hearing your heartbeat today. Thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us on 2020. Thank you so much for having me. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.